When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC and your daily reminder, because I know most of you need it, that the Reds are still top of the league. And yes, we might have lost to a team that went incredibly overboard, celebrating the fact that they went from third to third in the league this weekend. But we are still top. And that's really the only thing that matters. We're two points clear of Arsenal, two points clear of City. And yes, City have a game in hand, but City have to come to Anfield. So let's not get too upset. Let's not get too carried away. We were going to lose at some point. We're not good enough to go the whole season without legitimate loss in the Premier League. And the obviously the loss we had before that was an illegitimate loss at Spurs. But we weren't going to be good enough to do the rest of the season unbeaten. But now we've got 15 games left in the league. And we need to go as hard as we possibly can through those games. We have a maximum of 27 games left in all competitions. And that could end in an incredible achievement of a quadruple. It could end in a a great achievement of a cup treble. Or it could end in a good achievement with, you know, two cups. But one way or another, it's going to be a fun last five months with Jürgen, or four months with Jürgen as it is. So we might as well make the most of it. Make the most of the last 27 games at most. It could be less, obviously, if we go out of the EFL Cup or the FA Cup earlier. But fingers crossed, you know, that's what we have. We have 27 games. Now, a few months ago, you'll remember, I went and had a look at the upcoming fixtures for the top five at the time. And I did correctly predict that we would get to the turn of the year and the Reds would be top of the league. So let's have a look and see how that might fare over the next little while. Uh, So we'll start off by taking a look at Arsenal and what fixtures they have. And we'll run this, let's say we do the next... Uh, What have they got? One, two, three. 
let's do the next six league games. Let's do the next six league games for each of the of the top five who have separated themselves from the rest. So Arsenal up next has to travel to West Ham. West Ham already beat Arsenal this season. And Arsenal may well not have the Saka or Zinchenko. You know that um, interview that Denzel Washington did where he was talking about how he'd been nominated at the Oscars and he knew he wasn't going to win, but he was leaving with something? That Bakayo Saka injury is us leaving with something. Uh, I think they go to West Ham and draw. After that, they go to Burnley. They will beat Burnley. Then they play Newcastle at home. I would expect them to beat Newcastle. Then it's Sheffield when Sheffield United away, they'll win that one. Then it's Brentford home. Brentford always cause Arsenal problems, but I still think Arsenal will win. But I do think they drop points at home to Chelsea. I do. I think they drop points at home to Chelsea. Now, that takes them to the 16th of March. That's six games. And I have them taking 14 points. Let's move on. We'll do Aston Villa next. We've obviously had a little bit of a wobble of late. Um, It's kind of started with that poor result against Sheffield United, but then they did bounce back and trounce Sheffield United last time out. Now, next up for them is Manchester United at home. I think they'll beat United at home. I think they'll be driven to beat United. Now, United have looked a bit better in the last couple of games, but I still think I still think they'll have enough. I think they'll beat United. So we'll go win. Uh, away to Fulham can be tough, and Villa aren't great away from home, so I'm going to go draw there. They'll beat Forest. All the top teams are struggling away to Luton, and I think Villa will be no different. I'm going to go for a, a Luton win in that one, so a Villa, a Villa loss. Home to Spurs, I think, is a draw. I think Ange's football, how quick Spurs can counter, I think that will cause them problems, especially given Emery plays the high line at home. And then West Ham away, and I'm going to go another draw. So I have them taking nine points from their next six games. So Spurs next. Spurs are home to Brighton next. I do think they'll win that. Then the home to Wolves. And Wolves are good at home, but not great on the road. So I'm going to go Spurs win again. 
Away to Chelsea will be tough. That will be tough. Well, that game's postponed because Chelsea are playing in the cup final. So we can skip that one. Um, then they play Palace at home. They'll win that one. The Villa game I have as a draw. And then they go to Fulham. And again, I'll go draw. So that's 11 points for them, but it's only from five games. So they'd have a game in hand. Uh, next up then we'll do Manchester City. No. We're going to there. Okay, so uh, next for them, they're at home to Everton. Has there ever been anything as certain as a Man City win at home to Everton? Uh, then they're home to Chelsea. That's another win. Then they're home to Brentford. That's their making up of their game in hand. So that's another win. Then they go to Bournemouth, which will be tough, but it's another win. Then they play United at home. And for whatever reason, United do cause them some problems, even when United are garbage. And if Garnacho, Rashford and Hoysland are all on form, I can see City dropping points there. So I'm going to go draw. Then they come to Anfield, and I'm going to say they lose. And then they go to Brighton, and I'm going to say that they win that one. So... That is 16 points, but that is from seven games. And then there's us. Let's see. Right. We're starting off with Burnley. We're going to beat Burnley. The Brentford game is really, really tricky. I think it's really, really tricky. I'm going to go a draw. Am I? I'll come back to that. I think I'm going to go a draw. We'll beat Luton at home. We'll beat Forest away. I think we beat City and Anfield. Everton away. I think we beat Everton away. I think we draw with Brentford and beat Everton away. I was taking 16 points from our six games. So, what that would mean for the league table is that with 29 games played, Liverpool would have 67 points. With 29 games played, City would have 65 points. With 29 games played, Arsenal would have 63 points. With 29 games played, Aston Villa 
would have 55 points. And with 28 games played, Tottenham Hotspur would have 55 points. That's my guess on how this works, how works out over the next six games. Arsenal take 14 points. Villa take nine. Spurs take 11, but only play five games. City take 16, but play seven games. And we take 16. I have us drawing with Brentford. I think we win the rest. Now, I am banking on United to do us a favour here, which, you know, might not be wise. If they beat United, they'll be levelling points with us based on what I've worked out. But I got it right the last time. Now, actually, I got it right in terms of where we would be. City did worse than I expected them to the last time I did this. Um, They dropped points in games that nobody expected them to drop points in. And we should have gotten ourselves a bit further clear at this point, but we've had too many draws. Like six draws is just far too many. That's the most draws of any team in the top six this season. But on the flip side, we have the least defeats in the top six. But still, we haven't hammered home an advantage well enough. Defensively, I'd still say we're the best defensive team in the league. I don't care what Arsenal's XG against numbers are. All that means is that they're a low-risk team. And they are. Like, they play four centre-backs a lot of the time. They're risk-adverse. We play the riskiest brand of football in the league. We defend with two. They defend with five, sometimes six. We defend with two. So I don't want to hear that they're a better defensive team than us. We play the way we do and have conceded the same amount of goals as they do. So, you know, we also score a lot more than them. Um... Yeah, I have us top then after 29 games. Two points as it is now. So neither ourselves nor City open or close the gap. Arsenal fall two points behind City and four then behind us. I think that's, I think that's realistic. I think that's realistic that we get to 29 games with 67 points. And if we do that, then we're in really good shape. Because then we've got nine games, which are Brighton home. We should win that. Sheffield United at home. We should win that. Manchester United away will be tough. Crystal Palace home. We win that. Fulham away. Difficult. But I still think we go there and win. West Ham away. Spurs home, Villa away. That's the three games that I think will define the season for us. Like, I I think we'll beat United. I could see us drawing, or coming out of the Everton game, like I said, 67 points, and then rattling off another five wins in a row. But I think City at the same time will rattle off the same five wins in a row, and then it comes down to West Ham, Spurs, Villa. If we go into the final day 
ahead. I think we'll end up ahead because we're home to Wolves and we should beat Wolves. City, after this run, they would have Arsenal home, then Villa home. That's two tough games in a row. Then they get Palace away, Luton home. Again, you'd expect them to win both. Then they go to Spurs. Now, their three before the final day are easier than ours. They go to Forest, home Wolves, and then Fulham away. So you'd expect them to win those three. But their five between where I ended, which was basically St. Patrick's Day, and going into the last four, we have an easier five-game run than they do. Again, they've got Arsenal, Villa, and Spurs. Their final game is home to West Ham as well, which won't be too easy. Um, Arsenal, they've obviously got that City game. They've got Luton. They go to Brighton. They get Villa. And then they go to Wolves, which is tough. Everybody's struggling going to Wolves this year. And then they play Spurs away. Bournemouth home, who won't be a pushover. And Manchester United away in their last three before the final day. So they've got a tougher run in than we do as well. And they get Everton on the final day, who'll who'll roll over for them and have their bellies scratched. But if we can get ourselves to St. Patrick's Day top, then, then I think we're going to be in a really strong position. I think we're going to be in a really strong position. Right. Uh, Anfieldindex.com. I have rambled long enough. Anfieldindex.com. Where are you? There we go. Right. Um, Article-wise, there is a piece on... Why is that opening now? There we go. Liverpool having potential interest in Federico Chiesa. I just don't see it. Uh, There's a piece about Xabi Alonso and Neil Jones saying he thinks Alonso's top target with respect to Neil and to all the journalists. None of them have a breeze. Who the top choice is? Not one of them has a clue. They had no idea Klopp was leaving. Why are we going to believe them now? They're all just speculating. Yes, Alonso is the kind of the obvious choice. So you say it's Alonso. If it turns out to be Alonso, you look like you had inside info. But every one of them hedges their bets as well. Uh, There's a piece about Salah, a piece about Jürgen and what his next chapter could be, and a piece about Harvey Elliott crediting Mohamed Salah as a mentor and setter of standards and such. Uh, Podcast-wise, there is a Media Matters with Dave Davis and Dave Lynch. There is a Pro Plus, uh, Dave Davis chatting about the Arsenal defeat and a few other bits and bobs. And then there is Under Pressure, which is Dan Kennett, Cy Brundish, Hamza, and Phil Barter. So do make sure you check those out when you get a chance. 
Uh, I will speak to you all Friday. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.